This is the Valley on the Big 550. West pulls up for two. It is gone. It is gone. He made the shot. He made the shot. Panthers win. Panthers win. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Now, here is Jim Hewer and Brendan Weesey. Good evening, everyone. 7.05, studios of the Big 550 KTRS. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. It's week two of the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS. Brendan, good basketball this week in the Valley. It was a big week for the Valley, and a lot of key non-conference games. It, it all started with the uh, Valley Mountain West Challenge last weekend. It started with a 5-4 and four mark for the Missouri Valley over the Mountain West. A lot of Games that uh, were close, and Missouri Valley was very respectable, and including a couple of big wins nationally on the national scene. And I'll start with uh, the Ramblers of Loyola knocking off San Diego State up in Chicago last week, a game that uh, everybody nationally was keeping an eye on, and the Loyola Ramblers are starting to make people take notice. San Diego State is a national brand. There's no question about it. And when you can score a a real defining win against a team like that for Loyola that everybody just naturally always seems to project at or near the bottom of this league, that that might be a game that we point to later on in the season that uh, defined the Ramblers' season. Coming up a little bit later on on the show, we will visit with the Loyola Ramblers and a couple of their players, Clayton Custer and also Ben Richardson. They played together at high school out in Oak Park, out in Kansas, and they're going to be on the show with us together talk about their experience now that they're both at Loyola. And another team we're going to talk about a little bit later on, Wichita State. They're always at the top of the mark, but they had a nice win as well, Brendan. And they've had a lot of nice wins to start the year, but they go on the road, Fort Collins, and they beat Colorado State, Larry Stacy by 15 points. That's that is a that that is a win for Wichita State, and I don't think anybody's going to f- confuse Colorado for an NCAA tournament team at this stage of the season. But when you go on the road, and for Wichita State, even though they played in that um, they played in that tournament already, that Thanksgiving tournament where they beat LSU, lost to Louisville and Michigan State down at the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. This was their first true road game, and a lot of times their first true road game. You're going to run into some problems. Shockers did not run into any problems in that game. So we've got all that coming up a little bit later on in a 5-4 and four record for the Missouri Valley Conference this week in that challenge with the Mountain West Conference. There was a change this week in coaching, and for that we go up to Drake for their announcement. Today our team is not where we had expected to be when we originally talked about that vision. Ray and I talked as we always do after the game on Saturday. He told me that he thought the team needed a new voice of leadership. We met on Sunday morning again on Monday to talk through where we are and what we believe the next steps are to help the team to continue to move towards our shared vision for Drake men's basketball. I have accepted Ray Giacoletti's resignation as our head men's basketball coach. In a few moments, I will announce that Jeff Rudder will assume 
the role of head coach through the duration of the 2016-17 season. That was the news this week from Drake University. Is they're going to make a change? Started off the season not the way they wanted. I know when you and I visited with Coach Giacoletti at the media day, he really thought he had some things moving in the right direction, and they just haven't been able to find wins thus far. They haven't. And, and Jimmy, you've got to go back to 2012 under Mark Phelps. The last time Drake had an overall winning record, that was one of two winning records under Phelps. And really go uh, you know, further back than that, Keno Davis, his only year at Drake was 2008. But Drake went 28-5. and five. It seems like a long time ago, and Keno Davis parlayed that for a job at Providence, where he was three years and out, and uh, then up to Central Michigan, currently where Kino is uh, starting to have some of the same success he had in his one singular year at Drake. They, they, you got to find some of those principles that you had under Kino Davis because uh, Drake is a, is a pretty proud program, and uh, they have not enjoyed the success that a lot of those fans expect. They're at home tomorrow, and they're going to take on Jackson State to try to get their first victory for their new head coach, and we'll have a little bit more in our preview segment coming up on the Valley in the Big 550. I'm Jim Hewer. That's Brendan Weesey. Time now for our Prairie Farms Recovery Play of the Week, and we go back to that Missouri Valley Mountain West Challenge. Utah State and Indiana State, and it was a nice win for Indiana State. 9.8, one-point ball game. Scott gets three and gets the ball in the backcourt. Comes up on Kobe. Scott with the ball. Scott drives, goes all the way down underneath, muscles in underneath, lost control of the ball, but put in with two seconds to go by Bell. And now Jalen Moore has the ball. Jalen lets it fly. No good. And Indiana State won the game. Scott penetrated. The Aggies stripped him of the ball, and it was picked up in the garbage by Bell, who it laid was. it in. It was not a pass. It was a scramble. And Bell, his only basket of the game, gives Indiana State the 62-61 lead. Sycamore's come away with the victory on the road. The call courteous of KVNU Radio from Logan, Utah. Al Lewis, Rod Tuller on the call for that one. We appreciate them for helping us out on the call. The Prairie Farms Recovery Play of the Week. It's brought to you by Prairie Farms companies, including Prairie Farms Daily and Highland Dairy Foods. Remember... There's no better athletic recovery drink than real chocolate milk. And there's no better chocolate milk than Dairy Fresh Prairie Farms and Highland Brands. A nice win for Indiana State to start their week, Brendan. It was, and it sort of started a theme for the Sycamores this week, Jimmy, for a late game dramatics. Yes, they won again later in the week. Hands straight up in the air. And he misses it long. Martin, the half-court heave for the win. And the Sycamores knock off 16th-ranked Butler. Two big wins this week for Indiana State. Let's send it back to you for Brendan Weesey and talk with the man who's really happy at Indiana State right now. The Valley on the Big 550 continues. Brendan Weesey, so pleased to be standing by with the head coach of the Indiana State Sycamores, Coach Greg Lansing. Coach, how are you tonight? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me on. You got it, Coach. And first of all, congratulations on the win Wednesday against Butler. I have to ask you, you know, in your seventh season there in Terre Haute, where does this win against in-state rival Butler uh, rank on your uh, all-time victory list? <laughs> oh, I don't 
know, we've we've beaten uh, several ranked teams and won a, a tournament championship down there in St. Louis. So you know, there's there's some ones that uh, I remember, uh, but I remember them all, and they're all everyone is is huge huge for me, so I don't really get into ranking them, but uh, against a ranked team that was undefeated coming here and, a, and an in-state rival from the Big East uh, was obviously a big win for our fans too. And let's, you know, a, a little bit on, on the game flow here, Coach. You know, you guys led early in the second half by eight points, but then just f- about five minutes later, suddenly you guys were looking up at a six-point deficit. Just sort of the ebbs and flows, especially there in the second and half um, against a very good team. That was that was not an easy win for you guys. Oh no! I mean, I, you know, they're undefeated in, in the Big East, and uh, historically they've been very, very good. And we've got a school and a program and a coaching staff we have tremendous respect for. But we led uh, most of the game, you know, and then we got up forty thirty two, and I thought we got a little quick on offense and allowed them to get out the transition some, and they went on a sixteen to two run, and uh, we didn't do a real good job. In that uh, in that uh, uh, early second half there with 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 the lead, uh, but the guys responded responded very well. Came right back, took the lead back, and then uh, led the rest of the way. How crucial was was your guy the the junior guard Brenton Scott? Boy, just some big numbers. Was a six of twelve from two point range. He goes three of six from three. How how vital was he to your efforts in that game and really uh, so far this year? Well, he's a scorer. Uh, Brenton is a is a really good scorer, and uh, after his redshirt uh, freshman year, he was freshman of the year in the league um, his first year, and then second team all league last year. And he's the only all conference returning person in the in the top two teams in the valley. So uh, he's a, an important part of, of of what we do at both ends of the floor. And really proud of uh, just of how hard he plays and how competitive he is and he's going to make some mistakes but uh, he's learning to play without the ball he's learning how to make his teammates around him better and to help us on the defensive end too and he drove in there to get the the game winning free throws he draws the foul in in the final seconds what what was what was kind of going through your mind there in those last few seconds Possibly thinking overtime, thinking what, uh, what, uh, what's on your mind there in those last few seconds? Well, we're going to put it in the hands of our best player. You know, they were down there shooting, uh, shooting free throws, and and uh, we had just said we've we've worked on this uh, situation many times in practice, and we've had uh, several close games. It's a little bit similar to what we did at Utah State at the end of the game when that game was was tied, and uh, we're we're down one, and and. Um, Brent made a great play. Got to got his feet to the paint, got deep, got five through the foul, and made the first free throw to put us up one. And then with one point five left, uh, uh, I've never done this before, but I said, "You can once you miss this one." So that they couldn't really have time to diagram something up or throw the length of the court pass. So uh, he did that too. So it carried out, and the game worked out uh, just like we had would hope it would. It's certainly that win, coach. A big win at Utah State on the road as well. But uh, maybe the two highlights of the non-conference so far as you guys go down to Florida for the tournament and you don't come away with a win you lose at Northern Illinois but here's what maybe folks don't understand in your four losses coach you've lost by a combined a combined 10 points uh, yeah. so what what does that say about your team right now you know from a coaching standpoint how, how frustrating is that to to be so close in those wins and are those games and not be able to pull it out 
And we've won some close ones, and we also have a true road win at Ball State, and Ball State's picked to win their side of the MAC. So uh, we're a traveled team, and we're we're already a pretty seasoned team as well. And we didn't play real well uh, down in Orlando. I thought we played really hard, and they had a chance to beat a ranked Iowa State team, and kind of blew that down the stretch. And the same with Stanford the following day. Um, but the things that we didn't during that time, you know, you're playing in a tournament, you don't have opportunities to practice very much. Had to get back in town, get them rested, beat Northern Illinois, and then we had to go fly all the way out to the game at Utah State. So we got to get back home here for a couple games. We can have a good week of practice. I had a couple leading into the Butler game. Now we can have two or three here. Uh, going into Western Kentucky Sunday and work on our weaknesses because, uh, you know, and t- we're going to have a lot of close games because we, we, we have a very, very difficult schedule. And we got to be uh, better in our execution within the half court of our offense. And then on the defense, our, our field three, or our field goal percentage defense has always been pretty good. But what we've done is got given up some things in transitions and uh, and late in the possession when they shoot it. We haven't been blocking out like we need to. So got to be better at the start of defensive possessions and finishing off defensive possessions. Coach, I ask you one more. You mentioned uh, the the win at Ball State, which will look like a very good win when it's all said and done, and it already looks like a very good win um, and just the way the rest of the valley has gone out and played some very tough competition out of league on that same night you guys beat butler uh southern illinois was in the process of, of playing at louisville so some very tough non-conference games and then how about for you coach still on the docket um, after the western kentucky game you guys will be at valparaiso who's obviously picked to win the horizon <laughs> yeah yeah we uh, I don't know. When we went to the conference meetings here before this year and they were talking about schedules, I mean, the other coaches in the league were looking, looking at me like I needed my head examined, and I probably do. Uh, but we, it's hard to get people to come to, to play here. You know, at our, at our level, at the mid-major level, uh, people don't want to come and, and uh, come to your place and play. They want to try to buy somebody and, um, you know, make sure that it's a little more comfortable of a win. Uh, we really have to do it all by home and homes here and looking at our schedule, how tough it is that's the way we want it though um i've always said i'm not concerned about my overall coaching record i'm more concerned about um our guys competing at a high level against the best teams in the country playing in great venues and uh you know what what it really boils down to is is uh getting ready for the missouri valley conference so it's helped us with our scheduling, and this is our seventh year, but in our previous six, we've been in the NCAA tournament NIT uh, three out of those six years. So our scheduling has helped us some, And uh, but you, you know, sometimes you got to learn some tough lessons, and we certainly have this year. But our guys are learning from them, and they're getting better, and they've always been a really hardworking, competitive, good group of guys. It's just that we have so many things that we can get better on. And, Coach, I guess you could say uh, from the frying pan into the fire after the non-conference, you guys will open up against which? to a state on uh, December yeah, well, the 28th. Yeah, what the heck? Let's bring the, the preseason pick and uh, you know the two-time Final Four team there. Let's let's get them in here first. So we got to play them all twice anyway, so we're fine with it. Coach, thanks so much for the time again. Congrats on the big win against Butler and some big wins already on this non-conference slate. We look forward to catching up with you later on this year. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. That's uh, Coach Greg Lansing, Indiana State. Brenton Scott has been fantastic. Didn't mention in that conversation Matt Van Zoyk, who had a huge game in that win against Butler. Jimmy, he's currently shooting 41% from beyond the arc, shot better than 50% from beyond the arc in the victory over 
Uh, Butler, just a couple of nights ago, was six of nine from beyond the arc. This guy's hot right now, Jimmy. Want to get the ball in his hands? No doubt about it. Beware the Sycamores, folks. The Terre Haute's not a fun place to go and try and win a basketball game. No, sir. It's the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll preview what's coming up for the weekend. A lot of interesting matchups, and we'll talk about Wichita State. They got a big one as well as we roll through a Friday night here on the Big 550. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on Amtrak, and instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls, and parking behind, and make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat, and it's affordable, too. Just visit Amtrak.com to save 20% with Saber Fares, and kids ride 50% off. 500 destinations, infinite stories. Amtrak, see where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Driving to the rim and singing fight songs? Fight! 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 With all your might! Fight! Good combination. Driving to the mall and singing fight songs? Shop! Shop! Shop until we drop! Drop! Dad! And I will stop, stop, stop. Bad combination. At State Farm, we know the power of a good combination. Talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you. State Farm, here to help life go right. Do you have jewelry on your list this holiday season? Make sure you talk to my guy, Jimmy or Mike Lordo at Lordo's Diamonds in Ladue. They've been in business for well over six. 60 years, and they have been selling jewelry to families and families for generations. So if you want an engagement ring, custom work, you name it, Lordos has competitive prices that cannot be beat. LordosDiamonds.com in the heart of Ladue. LordosDiamonds.com, your family jeweler for life. LordosDiamonds.com. Eight out of ten of us experience back pain at some point in our lives. Did you know there's a natural, drug-free way to relieve this pain? The Joint Chiropractic offers quality, affordable care at locations near you with convenient evening and weekend hours. No appointments or insurance necessary. The Joint Chiropractic. Relief on so many levels. Mention the Big 550 at any of their 10 metro locations. To receive a special $19 offer, including a consultation, exam, and adjustment, visit thejoint.com to find the clinic nearest you. Valley on the Big 550 KTRS continues. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. Well, last segment, we kind of look back on what was a really good week for the Missouri Valley Conference. Going again, 5-4 and four in the Missouri Valley Conference Mountain West Challenge. But this weekend, a lot of home games. Nice note here, Brendan. Nine games are at MVC Arenas this week where the league is 37-6 and six at home. That's impressive. So if we're looking at Saturday, Jim, and the game that jumps out at me, and this is, this is a game mid-major all throughout the country should have their eye on, and that would be Valparaiso at Missouri State. This is a Valpo team that's just coming off uh, a humbling experience against a team by the name of the Kentucky Wildcats. They come down to Springfield, and we just talked about it with coach Lansing Indiana State's going to get a test with Valpo as well this is this this is the this is the type of measuring stick to really see what you're at where you're at against an excellent 
mid-major. Valpo will be the favorite to win that Horizon League. Probably going to win 24, 25 games before it's all said and done. They have an elite scorer by the name of uh, Alec Peters that uh, the Bears are going to have to try to find some way to stop. But uh, for Coach Lusk and company, Jimmy, this again, this is a real measuring stick now. If you could win this game, this tells me a lot about your program. It's a 7 o'clock tip tomorrow night on ESPN3. Looking forward to that. Missouri State, they're 5-2 and two right now. And if you go by the standings with non-conference games, they sit third best in the Missouri Valley Conference heading into this weekend's play. A couple of other games to keep an eye on. Chicago State is at Bradley in Peoria. 4-5. and five. Bradley looks to get back to the 500 mark. Drake looks for their first win for their new head coach as they are hosting Jackson State. Evansville, one game over 500, getting a win in the middle of the week this week. Host Murray State, the racers from the Ohio Valley. Always a good matchup when you get the Valley. The two Valleys, I guess I should say, involved in that one. So we'll look forward to that as Evansville could go two games above the 500 mark in that matchup. UT Martin at Illinois State. That game is a 2 o'clock tip on Saturday, and you can catch that one on ESPN3. In fact, most of these games you can check out on ESPN3 tomorrow. You mentioned Missouri State tomorrow. One I like to keep an eye on, this team from Loyola, the Ramblers. They're 8-2 and two right now, and they're finding in ways to win games. We spoke with Porter Mosier on the show last week. Coming up in our next segment, we will visit with two of their players that both went to Kansas area schools. The same school. They were dynamite in high school. Now they're playing together, and we'll tell you about that coming up. But Loyola at home gets Milwaukee. They're on a win streak, and they're 8-2 and two right now. Milwaukee has a first-year coach by the name of Laval Jordan, who was an assistant under John Beeline at Michigan, and Milwaukee's always sort of been that pipeline for good coaches to make their name elsewhere. I think the name that jumps into everybody's mind right away would be Bruce Pearl, Mm -hmm. who was there and used that as a springboard to Tennessee and some big big things down there in Vols Nation. So uh, that's sort of a sneaky good game against some uh, NL Central foes in Chicago (laughs) and Milwaukee tomorrow night. Yeah, you're right about that. That's one that I would not completely sleep on. That might be a tougher test than... uh, than maybe some of the Loyola fans uh, are expecting tomorrow. You know, Northern Iowa drained 23 pointers in their win on Wednesday night. They look to go over the 500 mark with a victory at home on Saturday. It's a 7 o'clock tip. They can catch this one on ESPN 3 against North Dakota. We'll see if Ben Jacobson's team can stay hot from behind the three-point line. Southern Illinois 5-4 and four at home against Sam Houston. And then... We've got one at 3 o'clock you're going to want to check out. This one's on ESPN2. Wichita State, 8-2, and two, going to Norman, Oklahoma to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. A must-see tomorrow on your college basketball school. A lot of athletes on the floor. Wichita State, right? The, the beautiful thing about Wichita State and what Greg Marshall's doing with that team right now, Jimmy, just up and down the roster right now, getting contributions. Guys, um, I don't know if you can identify somebody say, well, that guy is just a surefire first-team All-Valley. Um, I, I think, obviously, there are guys that certainly could be that, but I don't know if anybody's going to put up the monster numbers on this ball club to to earn an honor like that by the end of the year. But you've got 
seven or eight guys, Jimmy, that are going to average between 15, 20 minutes a ball game and really give you quality minutes on the floor for Greg Marshall and then Lon Kruger in Oklahoma. Buddy Heald's gone, but it's still all about the guard play for the Oklahoma Sooners. And make make no mistake about it, they're going to go at you. Um, they're going to guard you. And I think, I think we might be... Um, I don't know if I wouldn't say we're underestimating what what Oklahoma and Lon Kruger are going to do this year, Jimmy. But uh, that's going to be a pretty good pretty good team by the time this year's over. Your point to Wichita getting contributions. They lead the nation, getting forty nine point two points a game from their bench. I mean that's outstanding. And I tell you what, they can shoot. and They have a freshman that lights it up. He's three from the right wing. Cut. Austin Reeves' first shot of the game is a three-point basket. Best three-point shooter, not only for Wichita State, but in the Missouri Valley Conference. Was injured a little bit last week. I asked Greg Marshall when I spoke to him about Austin Reeves. I said, you look like you got a pretty good one, Coach. Yeah, he's got a chance to be good. He's got to stay healthy. He does a lot of things to help us win besides scoring the ball. But uh, he's a good post-passer. He puts pressure on the defense at all times. And and we think he'll be a good one. Just got to keep him healthy. That one's on ESPN2, Wichita State and Oklahoma. On Sunday, Western Kentucky goes to Terre Haute. Good luck trying to find victories against the Sycamores. It's Indiana State and Western Kentucky, 3.30 on Sunday. That also on ESPN3. Let's take a break. When we come back, the Valley on the Big 550 continues. We'll tell you about what's going on up at Loyola. They're winning basketball games. That's coming up after this. Howdy, folks. Barry Henson here, dean of the league and the oldest coach in the Missouri Valley Conference. The Prairie Farms companies including prairie farms dairy and highly dairy foods are proud missouri valley corporate sponsors they're not as old as the missouri valley conference but for nearly 80 years their farmer owned and locally produced dairy fresh products have served families just like yours look for prairie farms and highland dairy products at your favorite grocery now as your coach they support us and i'm coaching you to support them Every road to St. Louis starts on the Missouri Valley Conference campus and converges under the gleaming reflection of Arch Madness. Don't miss the 2017 State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship, March 2nd through 5th at Scott Trade Center. Presented by Fox Sports Midwest and Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000 or visit archmadness.com. Get your tickets and get on the road to Arch Madness. Looking for a last-minute holiday gift for someone in your family? Open a savings account and one additional service at American Eagle Credit Union and get $25 deposited right into your account. An additional account must be opened by the time of joining with a minimum deposit of $100 or a loan of at least $500. Offer expires December 31st. Visit American Eagle Credit Union or ameaglecu.org. Member eligibility and account approval required. Your savings federally insured to at least $250,000 and backed by the full faith and credit of the United States Government National Credit Union You heard it at the holiday party. A cough. A big, loud, juicy cough. Then Cheryl coughed all over the luncheon. Who else saw that? Apparently no one, because one by one, they're a feverish mess. But when it comes your way, you're ready, because you got a flu shot at Rite Aid, where they care about you and your health. So while they spend their holidays sniffling at Santa, you'll be tasting every flavor in Grandma's stuffing. Mmm, it's not too late. Shield yourself with a flu shot from Rite Aid. It's free with most insurance and no appointments necessary. Rite Aid, with us, it's personal. Flu vaccines available while supplies last. Age restrictions apply in some states. See pharmacy for details. 
Valley on the Big 550 continues. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. And now our focus is Loyola, Chicago, where they're playing good basketball under Porter Mosier. And they're 8-2 to start the season. We are joined now by Ben Richardson and Clayton Custer from the Loyola Ramblers. Both guys are sitting in the offices up in Loyola. First off, gentlemen, thanks for taking the time tonight. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. I tell you what, before we get into some specifics with each of you, uh, could you each take a moment or two and describe what this season has been like? It's been a very good past week with the win on Saturday against San Diego State and then another one uh, this past week. Uh, yeah, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we've we had a good week so far. Uh, it's been a good season. You know, we, we dropped a couple early ones, but it was good for us to bounce back. Uh, we had a good opportunity uh, down in the Paradise Jam in the Virgin Islands. Uh, we dropped one, but it was good to, to get one back real quick. And uh, we played we played some teams tight, and uh, we beaten we beat San Diego State, which was a good win. And then we bounced back uh, two days later and won won another game against a pretty tough team. So we're just looking to build off that. One of the things I, I did want to get into with you guys because it's not very often that two guys who played on the same high school team get to play basketball at the division one level and it took a little strange path to get there uh first for you ben just describe what that's like playing with a guy you you grew up playing ball with in high school uh yeah i mean obviously it's it's pretty special um i we talk about it sometimes and and how it it, it kind of sinks it hasn't really sunk in until the first couple of games when they'd when they'd announce our names back to back and say Overland Park, Kansas, how back to back was just kind of funny. It's just it's just hard to imagine, you know, in high school that we'd we'd come this far and then end up playing on the same Division One basketball team together. So it, it's pretty it's pretty special. We have a lot of fun. It's been it's been fun so far, and we're just looking forward to making a lot of good memories uh, in the in the future too. And Clayton, for you, it's not like you just showed up at uh, Loyola. Tell the folks the background on how you became a Rambler. Um, so basically, I uh, started started off at Iowa State University. That's where I went um, uh, out of high school. Um, so then uh, th- things didn't go exactly as planned at Iowa State. Um, so I decided to decided to transfer. Um, and when I decided to transfer, uh, I, I was able to take five visits. Um, and then then basically just said, you know. Like come come visit Loyola, you know. Like I don't know if you like it or not, but at least come hang out with me for a weekend, <laughs> and uh, and we'll have a good time. Um, so I decided that I would take the visit, and I came up here and um, ended up falling in love with it. Uh, obviously, I had fun with Ben, but loved all the guys on the team, and uh, Coach Moser was was a huge part in, in me coming here, um, just because I just I just trust him and think he's a good coach. Um, so I ended up not even taking my other visits and just committed while I was here um, just because it felt like the right place for me to be. Ben, did you have to do a lot of convincing? Did you take him out to the best spots when he showed up? Uh, you know <laughs> that we can tell. Clay, me and Clay are pretty similar, and and so I, I mean he kind of already knew a lot of, a lot about my experience uh, just from that first year because we talked a lot freshman year and uh, that first year part. So he kind of knew a lot about what, was, what I was what I was going, what I was experiencing, and everything about Loyal in Chicago. And then and then he just got to come see it firsthand, and and I think I think he really enjoyed it just like I did, and, and I think it was a good match for him just like it was for me. Talk but yeah, I did take him to 
some good spots. <laughs> Perfect. Good good stuff there. Ben Richardson, Clayton Custer with us here on the Valley on the Big 550 on KTRS here in St. Louis. I'm Jim Hewer. Guys, you come from Overland Park, Kansas. You're on the campus there, which is in the Chicago area. What did you learn about Loyola that you didn't know when, before you arrived since you've been there a while? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me was I kind of expected it to be like like no no campus feel at all. Um, I, I expected it to kind of be like in, in like amongst big buildings and stuff like that. But uh, when I came up here, um, there's actually like a it's a beautiful campus here right on the lake. Um, uh, there's a, our IC is right like literally ten feet from from the shore of Lake Michigan. Uh, so it's just a beautiful little campus feel here. And then we also have like we have the downtown campus also, um, which is like where the business school is, uh, which is where me and Ben have a lot of our classes. But it's like right in the middle of downtown, so you kind of have both feels. You have the campus uh, campus feel, and then you can also go downtown and have some classes down there. So that was the biggest thing uh, that kind of surprised. Here. How about you, Ben? Um, a lot, a lot of the same things. Uh, you know, c- coming from Kansas and uh, and you know coming, coming to a big city, I I kind of expected uh, big city people, uh, people maybe not to be as, as friendly as they were, but uh, the people of Chicago are awesome, and I've I've really felt at home and enjoyed my my time up here so far. Uh, go back to the high school days, real quick, fellas. Ninety-four and six in four seasons—that's an unbelievable run for you and your teammates at Overland Park. Uh, you had to have one or two memories, one from each of you, if you could. Uh, what do you remember most about that time, winning ninety-four games and losing only six? Uh, I mean, I think both of us would say winning the two state championships were were big, but I I would say my my favorite. Part about our team was just that we were we were such good friends uh, off the floor as well. Like we we kind of had a brotherhood, and uh, we all keep in touch still all the time. Whenever we're back home, we have a group message and all that. Um, my favorite memories were probably almost off the floor with just our teammates and the bond we we created uh, through that time was 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 unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and for me, I'd probably say a lot of the same things Clay said. I I really enjoyed. You know, we had the opportunity to travel to some places in high school, and and I liked, you know, doing doing things as a team in high school. Like a lot of high school teams, don't get to, you know, travel and spend weekends with each other. So we got we got to go to like some out of town um, games, and and we got to have some have some good times. And I know we we played a tournament and um, we played a game in Minnesota, and we got to go to a Timberwolves game as a team, and that was really fun. And then. And obviously those those experiences winning um, winning the state state tournament on Wichita's floor were were, were really 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 special to me and, and Clay and, and uh, we uh, we hope to go back and, and get some wins there. Uh, haven't haven't got a win there yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to improving my record there. I I would uh, think so. And you guys are well on your way to a, a, ma- a big improvement at Loyola this year. And uh, it's a tough place to play, but you guys are well on your way to improving things and possibly making that happen this year. As we talk with Ben Richardson and Clay Custer here on the Big Five Fifty KTRS, you guys had a trip uh, with the Paradise Jam this year. What was that like? Uh, Paradise Jam was was a really great experience. 
I think if you ask any of the guys on the team, everyone had had a different a different thing that they really enjoyed about it. Um, from you know just the hospitality of the island, the people were people were extremely nice and and just welcomed us. Uh, it's beautiful down there. The weather is unbelievable, and and we got to play against some really good competition and get some good experience. You know, early on, uh, which I think is going to be beneficial for us. How about uh, this game tomorrow against Milwaukee? What has Coach told you about them, and what do you need to do to be successful tomorrow? Um, uh, I think we're, we're just kind of focused. He's, he's big on, like, focusing on us and, and focusing on, like, what we can do to get better each game. Um, so, I mean, we're obviously just trying to trying to get stops. They have some bars. Uh, they have some guys that can shoot it. So we're going to have to we're gonna have to protect the three-point line against Milwaukee. Um they have some real good shooters, but um, basically just just continue to try to get stops um, and move the ball on offense. Our spacing's been really well, uh, really good on offense so far this year. So hopefully we can t- continue to guard and um, execute on offense. Well, guys, we appreciate the time here tonight. We wish you all the success moving forward. Keep moving forward. We'll see what happens when you get to Wichita this year. But Ben Richardson, Clayton Custer, thanks for the time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Two guys that are living out the dream, Brendan, we see when you take you and your buddy and you go play Division One hoops at a different school, you're you're living large. Especially when you've had a little success. And yes. when the with the arrow pointing up for uh, Loyola, that uh, only increases the enjoyment for uh, those two young guys. Eight and two for the Ramblers here in the early going. We take a break, come back, wrap up the Valley on the Big 550 after this. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on Amtrak. And instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls, and parking behind. And make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat. And it's affordable, too. Just visit Amtrak.com to save 20% with Saber fares and kids ride 50 percent off 500 destinations infinite stories and track see where the train can take you restrictions apply ready to discover the newest marvel on the mississippi hoops in the heartland is returning to the quad cities don't miss the 2017 missouri valley conference women's basketball championship march 9th through 12th at the i wireless center in moline presented by edna for tickets call 800-745-3000 or visit m dcquadcities.com Get your tickets and experience hoops in the heartland. There is a world of adventure just beyond your imagination. And the only way to get there is finding Neverland. The Broadway hit that NPR calls the best musical of the year. Finding Neverland. See it now. Remember it always. Now on stage through December 18th at the fabulous Fox Theater in the U.S. Bank Broadway series. Good seats still available at MetroTix.com. Guys, this might be the answer you're looking for when it comes to holiday gift giving for her. Heidi Sewing Machine in South County has the brother sewing machine she'll love to have. When you buy a brother sewing machine from Heidi, she'll also get free sewing lessons. Heidi also offers quilting, embroidery, and sewing classes. Heidi Sewing is on Lindbergh in South County. See their website at HeidiSewing.com. Heidi Sewing Machine, your headquarters for all of your sewing needs. 
Wrapping up the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS, I'm Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey alongside. We recap, we previewed, and that will do it for the week. But some big news on some tickets, Brendan. So, Arch Madness tickets on sale. Best methods, the Scott Trade Center box office, Ticketmaster, t- Ticketmaster.com, or 800-745-3000. Interested in the entire session tickets, they start... 115 bucks, not a bad deal. It is an outstanding deal. Make your plans to be here the first weekend in March. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. We thank you for tuning in to the Valley on the Big 550. This has been the Valley on the Big 550. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by State Farm Insurance, helping you rebound when things go wrong, but also here to help life go right. Team up with an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM.